Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this podcast. Welcome back to the Moor Army podcast for another episode. Hope you're all doing well out there. Do you know something? I was sitting here this morning and through some of the old episodes. This is actually the 85th episode of the podcast. I can't believe it. 85 episodes. That's just incredible. You know, we're like 15 episodes away from 100 episodes. Now, I know we started off this podcast with two different episodes, whether it be Unleashed, which is now obviously the permanent factor here on the, the Murami podcast, but then we did have a family-friendly show for a little bit. But overall, over both um, sets of the podcast, obviously we don't do a family-friendly one anymore because you guys voted for more of a free-flowing Unleashed episode of the podcast. 85 episodes in. I can't believe it. I was sitting here counting it this morning just before I come on the air. Incredible. But anyway, yes, hello. Welcome to this Thursday's episode of the podcast. My favourite day of the week. I love Thursdays. If you're regular listening to this podcast, you know this is my favourite day of the week. This time last week I was in Blackpool. And then today I'm back home here um, in the Moor household recording another episode of the podcast for you guys. So, But anyway, yes, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Murami podcast. Got a few interesting things I would like to talk about today on the show. Also, I'm going to be answering a lot of your questions towards the end of the episode too, as well. And of course, we will announce today the jackass of the week for this week as well. So anyway, before we get into this episode, uh, I'd just like to give a shout out to our partners and f- uh, good friends at Food Guru NI, um, who do great reviews of all local established businesses here in Northern Ireland, whether it be a food outlet restaurant, cafes and more. Check them out. They are do the reviews on TikTok, which is Food Guru, G-R-U, G-R-U, I'm speaking this morning, Food Guru N-I on TikTok. Uh, big shout out to those guys as well. Thank you for being good friends of the Moor Army podcast. Also guys, if you want to get in touch with us here on the show, you always do it by the following methods, which is you all probably know by now. Uh, social media, which is Instagram, you can contact myself directly, official Matthew Moore. You can contact us on the Facebook page, uh, Moore Army YouTube channel, Facebook page, which is for the Moore Army podcast and also the Moore Army YouTube channel. And also, you can get in touch with us by the email, which is Moore Army podcast at yahoo.com. And finally, if you want to go on to the Moore Army website to get all your merchandise, check out all the previous podcasts, all the previous vlogs over the last eight years, and more. That's Moor Army. That's www.moorarmy.co.uk. Anyway, sitting here this morning, feeling pretty good. Actually, for a Thursday morning, normally I have two cups of coffee and still feel a bit groggy around the, around the old outside areas, but I'm actually feeling all right today. To be honest with you, I'm feeling a little bit good because it's Thursday, guys. It's beer day for me. I love Thursdays. As you all know, I love Thursdays. I always have a beer on a Thursday night. Um with Tony, my brother, or sometimes just end up having it on my own. Uh, the plans for tonight, I don't know, because I haven't heard from Tony all week because he's been busy. Um, so hopefully I'll hear from him today. Um, this this time last week, I was in Blackpool, guys. Um, I'll tell you more about the stories from last week's shenanigans in Blackpool on Tuesday's podcast. You want to go and check out it, you can. Um, by the way, I forgot to say, if you're listening to us here on TuneIn Radio, Apple Music, Spotify, please add us to your favourites. And also if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, don't forget to hit like on this video and also hit subscribe below here on the Moor Army YouTube channel. Podcast, sorry, YouTube channel. And check out the YouTube channel as well, Moor Army YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the channel as well, would appreciate it. But yes, as I said the other last time last week, I was in Blackpool. 
Um, on Thursday night, I was having a great time. A few beers in the stand of Blackpool Football Club. Sitting in the in the, the bar with the bar staff, great bar staff over in Blackpool. Big shout out to them once again. Um, great people. Um, but this week, I've been back home and I've had a... Ugh, just one of those weeks, guys, where you just... It's just been non-stop. I've been trying to put a... Oh, here's the thing. YouTube. I want to talk about YouTube first of all this morning. YouTube can be an absolute pain in the fucking ass, to be honest with you. I uploaded yesterday, sorry, the day before yesterday, the day of the last podcast, I uploaded a video to YouTube um, of me getting my new tattoos on my wrists. Which YouTube decided to, number one, um, take it, or sorry, hit it with a copyright strike because they said that the, the music that I used in it, which I've used in multiple fucking uh, YouTube videos over the years, was nigh, obviously, a copyright song of YouTube. And I was like, hmm, okay, fair enough, considering I used the music not that long ago either. And then I re-uploaded it again, and they took it down. So I wrote YouTube an email saying, why the fuck are you taking my video down? It's just me getting tattoos. It's not as if I'm, like, doing anything bad. So they apologised, and I'm going to re-upload the video today again. And also another video of Lewis Knight in Blackpool as well. So stay tuned for those guys. They are coming out today. YouTube can be quite fickle at times, especially with all this PC bullshit going on at the moment in the world where you can't really say much now and they say you're only allowed to say the word, certain words so many times in your videos and all now and I give up. I really, really do. It gets to the point now where sometimes you even wonder why you fucking bother making YouTube videos anymore. But anyway, yes, it's been one of those weeks and then obviously with work and everything else going on as well, it's just been one of those crazy, crazy, crazy weeks. So it is. But... Hey ho, we're still here, we're rocking and rolling, and we're still here. But also today as well, guys, tea time is going to be good today as well, because Liverpool are playing tonight in the Europa League. Bit of an early kickoff tonight, quarter to six UK time, which isn't too bad, which means I was saying to mum and dad yesterday on on the telephone yesterday, I was like, here's this great, because Liverpool match is actually on tonight, and get to watch them early and have a beer watch, by watching them, and watching the game with Lewis, and then afterwards I can go out and have a drink afterwards. So it's kind of like, hmm... Telling two birds with one stone. <laughs> so it is. But anyway, yes. How's your week been, guys? Hope you've all had a great week out there. Um, hope you've all been uh, uh, had a really good week compared to what I've had. Honestly, sometimes I tell myself I've had fucking her, but turn it out, to be quite honest. But it's just been one of those weeks, so it has. Still, I'm currently in the moment, guys, when I get the spare time, obviously, of course. I'm still in the middle of sorting out the upstairs area of my home, which is still... Ongoing, as you probably saw in a video the other week there, whenever's uh, getting Lewis's room ripped apart. We're hoping to get Lewis's room finished before the end of the weekend. It's just been between that and then being away, and and then I got to get Madam's room sorted out too as well. And, and obviously, I have a wee bit more work to do in my bedroom. It's just been a complete and total clusterfuck the last few weeks and trying to get everything finished. So, fingers crossed, we can get everything done by the next week or so and get everything back to normal here in the Moore household. Because you know yourselves, guys, Christmas is just around the bloody corner. And here's the thing, and this is a bit annoys me. What Christmas music? Jesus Christ, man. As soon as Halloween ends on the 31st of October, the next day, Christmas music. And I'm like, what is going on? I was, I was out for a coffee lot or yesterday evening with a friend of mine and went into a coffee, or what do you call it, Tim Hortons uh, here in Bangor. As soon as I walked in, I don't want for Christmas. I'm going, oh my God, it's fucking early November. This is what we're going to hear for the next six weeks or so. 
Christmas music blasting constantly everywhere you go on repeat. Don't get me wrong, I love Christmas as much as anybody, but do you not know, think sometimes the Christmas music should not be played until about the early start of December? Because, like, it's it's just ridiculous now. I actually shared a video on my personal Facebook the other day. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it was taken from an old 80s movie where this guy was sitting with one of those old fucking Gatto Blaster music system things and they're playing Christmas music and this guy walks past. I think it was maybe taken from, like, a, I don't know, what some, some old movie or something, but this guy just walked past it and just hit it a big boot. <laughs> Kicked it off while they were playing Christmas music, but um, there's a lot of people out there who, who who love it. But see, when you work in the likes of retail, I mean, I worked in retail for years, and whenever you hear the constant repeat, the constant like ten or twelve songs and repeat all day, it just makes you want to blow your fucking brains out. Sometimes it's just absolutely annoying as hell. Constant repeat, repeat, repeat. It's just so annoying, and that's why I don't pity anybody who works in retail this time of year, especially because I've done it for years, and it it just gets to the point where. You, you create a mental block where you just like, I don't know, it, the, the songs just literally just drive you insane. Like I remember the days when I used to work in Curry's and uh, during the year, oh, I had so many rows and arguments with um, some of the managers. They used to play these like two partic- particular CDs over the CD system. This is back in the day, CDs like, this is around about, what, what about 2000 and what? Five, six, number two thousand six, maybe I started in there, and they used to play the same songs and repeat all day long. And it was like going to the office all the time. Boss, come please seriously change the fucking music. It just gets to the point where you just you want to go outside and fucking hang yourself. It's the same songs on repeat, repeat, repeat. Please, for the love of God, you know. And that's one of the joys of working in retail. Just the constant repetitive music all the time. It just dulls your absolute napperin. And then it gets to Christmas time, and it gets even fucking worse. And it's just the whole constant repeat of the same songs over and over again. It just makes you want to scream. But when I was out last night having that coffee, I walked in and I was like, oh my God, please, no. Oh. It kind of puts you off, to be honest with you. I don't know about you guys, but it puts me off. Whenever I'm like out trying to do a bit of shopping and you just keep constantly hearing the same songs on repeat, 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 repeat. It just gets irritating. So it does. Change it up a bit. <laughs> That's what I say. Change it up a bit. But um, no, uh, I was out last night as I had a, a coffee with a friend last night. And that was great. But just the Christmas music. So we sort of sat away at the other end of the of Tim Hortons where we were out of the way. But there was hardly any music playing. So it was great. So we managed to get five or ten minutes peace to ourselves. And obviously didn't have to listen to that fucking constant repeat of Christmas music. But it's this time of year, guys. You know what it's like. And people are, are they, they wait all year round for this year. And don't get me wrong, I love Christmas as much as anybody, but when it gets to the point where the constant repetitive noises, it just makes you want to pull your hair out and scream. So it does. So, But hey-ho, you know yourselves, guys, Christmas night this is all commercialised too as well. It's not the same as what it used to be, you know. And especially for me now as well, being a parent, it's not the same anymore because obviously the kids are grew up now and they're older. And... You know, they're not the same anymore. I mean, this is going to be a weird Christmas this year because Brooks Knight will be 18 by then and Lewis will be almost, he'll become 15 about three months later and they're not with babies anymore. Because f- funny enough, I was just looking through some of my old, I had two old phones that I had lying in the drawer and I was doing a bit of a, a, a clean out yesterday of drawers and stuff and I just thought, I'd stick these phones in charge and have a wee look around and see what's on them. And I was having a look inside and stuff, and I found old videos of the kids from like six, seven years ago, even the Christmas and all too. And you're like, oh my God. Like, it's not the same anymore. 
the mornings where you see them all excited and they're coming down the stairs all excited and stuff and no, it doesn't happen anymore. They're sort of like, you have to try and drag their ass out of bed. Say, come on, time to get up. Oh, I want to get up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, it's the joys of getting older. But no, as I said to you last night when I went into that shop, I was like, oh my God, Christmas music. Here we go. For the next seven weeks or so, constant repeating of Christmas music. So we are, so... Absolutely, and then the Christmas adverts will be creeping on, on the TV soon, and Black Friday will be coming up in a couple of weeks, which I love, Black, that's one thing I love about November, or November time is Black Friday, because you get a lot of good deals on Black Friday, so you do, so well, there you go, <laughs> but no, it's been a busy two days or so since the last time I spoke to you guys, I just haven't been really constantly non-stop, and I'm, uh, you know, glad it's Thursday. I'm off tomorrow, so I'm going to have a bit of day to myself tomorrow. I'm supposed to be heading out tomorrow evening, so I'm looking forward to getting a bit of me quality time tomorrow night with no Lewis, no Brooke, just a bit of me time um, with good people. And hopefully uh, I'll not have a hangover tomorrow. That's the thing. You know, guys, I have a beer on a Thursday night. I don't get hangovers anymore, which is surprising, considering there's been some weeks, especially during the summer where Tony's been around and we've had a few beers and stuff and... I've got a wee bit too too tiddly, should we say, and I wake up the next morning, nine o'clock, shower, coffee, bit of breakfast, and I'm sweet, I'm ready to go. You know, even friends of mine always say to me, like, how the hell do you survive? And I'm going, I don't know. You know, I, I, I didn't drink for years and years and years and years and years when I was married and stuff, so um, not that I, I obviously couldn't, it just, it just didn't. I mean, I had the occasional beer now and again, like once in a blue moon, but... No, now on Thursday, it's my wee night to sort of get away from a wee bit of a break. Now, it's nice to have that wee break, considering, like, for years and years, I've always had small kids knocking around my feet with broken loose, but obviously they're older now, so, and now my daughter's 18, and funny enough, she said to me the other week, she says, here I'm 18 now, she says, I could come and join you and Uncle Tony on a Thursday night for a wee drink, and all, and I was like, aye, you wish, that's that, the night I try and get away from you and your brother, never mind you coming to join me. But you know something, guys, in another couple of years when Lewis will be like 20, 21, he'll probably want to come and have a beer with me and his Uncle Tony. So, I don't know. It's crazy. It, it, the fact that they're growing up so bloody quick as well. But anyway, it's been, a, as I said, it's been, a, it's been a busy few days. And uh, I was up this morning there and Lewis off to school. And, uh, you know, Brooke's obviously busy today as well. So I, I got on the laptop this morning, opened up some of the emails and the questions and all. These guys always send them to me every week. What's a love? I love opening this morning, uh, every every th- or Tuesday and Thursday morning to have a look to see what you're asking me today, and it's great. I absolutely love hearing from you every single week, so I'm going to be going through some of your questions here um, towards the end of this episode of the Murambi podcast. But as I said at the start, there are 85 episodes in, I can't believe it. 85 episodes of the Murambi podcast, I can't believe it's been 85 episodes. It's fucking insane. So we're going to have to plan something big for the 100th episode. So if you have any suggestions what you'd like to hear... On the Mirror Army podcast on the 100th episode, then please, please let me know. Drop me an email, drop me a message uh, on the usual sources, and we'll try and come up with something big for the 100th episode of the Mirror Army podcast. Right, what have I got for you today? I was looking through some of the notes this morning of what I have for you today. I've got quite a few things I want to talk about today, actually. Um, obviously, got a few notes written down here. The Simpsons program. Yes, we all know The Simpsons. We all love The Simpsons. We all grew up watching The Simpsons and all back in the day. Still on this TV to this day. Is The Simpsons going woke? We're going to talk about that. Also, 
The company Dior are in the news today selling <laughs> scented water, which is basically like perfume and aftershave for babies. I know what the hell is going on here. McDonald's is in the news again as well. This today, guys, over the last week or so, we talked about McDonald's are in relation to bullying within the staff of McDonald's. More on that as well. Also, finally, after over a hundred and I think it's hundred and fifteen days of of strike action, Hollywood actors can now return to work, which I'm really mentioned briefly much here on the podcast about. But yes, also the moron Gary Lineker is in the news again today as well. Also got some news which is coming out about uh, the old Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. Really interesting news about that. And also, uh, is the UK and and Ireland going to be hit with snow in the next few days? Or maybe the next week or so? Is snow on the way? More on that as well here on the Murami podcast today. But anyway, let's get into some of of the stories that are sort of hitting the the news over the last couple of days. Um, The Simpsons. Now, we all know The Simpsons. We've been watching The Simpsons. They've been on our TV for decades, The Simpsons TV show. But has The Simpsons finally been forced to go woke? Now, I've seen this popping up on social media. I've seen it popping up on YouTube. I've seen it popping up on the likes of Instagram videos, news TV channels and stuff like that. There is The Simpsons being forced to change? And the reason why they're saying here as well is because of the whole famous... Now, you know yourself, guys, there's famous things in The Simpsons that we've all talked about over the last couple of years, especially with the likes of things that are going on in the world. Are The Simpsons predicting the future? Are The Simpsons are they predicting all these things that are happening in the world? But one of the most iconic things that happens in The Simpsons, as we all know... Now, don't get me wrong, I don't encourage any type of violence whatsoever towards children or anybody else, whether it be adults or anybody at all. I don't encourage it at all, but everybody knows... One of the most famous things in The Simpsons is Homer, when Bart Simpson steps out of the line, Homer strangles him. <laughs> it's a joke. You know, it's a cartoon. And everybody knows it for years and years and years and years and years. But after all, the, 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 the constant harassment, it's not even just The Simpsons program. A lot of programs all across the world are being attacked by these woke dope fucking morons that that live in the world of politically correct and easily offended snowflake drama queen fucking morons as we all talk about here on the Murambi podcast every week and I talk about it all the time in, in my general life you know all these snowy snowflakes are crying boohoo and wins a bit of ringing the cancel culture and all this crap but now apparently now the Simpsons have decided to stop Homer Simpson from strangling his son Bart so they have after all these years it says <sighs> from reading multiple news sources as well, they've been, they've been forced to make these changes due to this whole cancel culture, fucking snowflake, gurning, whinging, boo-hoo and crybabies. And apparently, uh, one only one in the whole world organisation has agreed with this. Now, again, guys, as I said to you, I don't encourage any type of violence towards children or adults or anything like that there, but it's an iconic cartoon. It's been on our TVs for decades and it was just a famous thing. It was just a funny thing. But now they've made an episode where Homer even turns around and says that to his, to, I think it's to his wife, oh, I don't do that no more in all them years and all of doing that there, really taught the boy and stuff like that. But now I can't do it because you know how the world is right now. And when I saw that clip, I was like, fuck me, they're even bringing it in the cartoons now. 
And again, you know, you could argue about it and say, yes, it's encouraging Homer for strangling children and child abuse and all that stuff. No, but at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't put out in that respect years ago when it first hit our screens back in the day. But now the, these these people are out there now trying to cancel fucking everything and change everything. And, you know, if they had their way, we would all be walking around like we Nancy Pansy fucking tippy-toe fucking twinkle-toe woke dope fucking snowflakes. And, oh, no, can't say that. You're hurting my feelings. It has to be cancelled. And now The Simpsons has been hit because of this. And just reading through some of the, sto- the stories over the last couple of days, you know... It actually was reported, it happens in the third episode of season 30, season 35 of The Simpsons, that's incredible. You know, where he turns around to his wife and says, he won't be choking the son anymore, why uh, talking to the new neighbour? He says, because of the way the world is today. The way the world is. And the way things are in this world, the way it is today. And I'm going to myself, what the fuck, like... You know, they're bringing it in the cartoons now and, you know, I I just don't know. that This world is going bonkers. And if you even try and go against this and say, oh, no, no, it should be kept as it is. Oh, then you're the worst in the world. It's like the the, the small minority of people, which we've talked about on this podcast numerous times over the last year, are getting away with this. Week in, week out, you see something else being cancelled or something else being changed or something else you can't say anymore. You know, and they're trying to change history as well and, oh my God, it just... How can I put it? It makes my piss boil sometimes. But now, apparently, this is not happening in The Simpsons anymore. So it's not because of the way the world is today. So what's your thoughts on this, guys? Should the iconic scene or things from The Simpsons be cancelled? And change now because what's your view on it? I want to hear about it because it's just everything's just being cancelled now and everything's being changed and everything. Oh my god, you're not to say anything anymore. It's getting to the point where you're not even allowed to breathe the wrong way. There, you know, I still get emails from people as well saying, "Oh, I don't agree with what you said about this. No, you should be cancelled." Well, then fucking cancel me. I'll go to another platform. I don't know the, the fact that they're aiming at things like The Simpsons now. I mean, The Simpsons is an iconic TV show. You can't go around the world and not ask anybody, have you heard of The Simpsons? No. Well, what planet do you live on? You know? But, I don't know. Just just reading that and seeing it over the last couple of days popping up, I thought, you know something? I don't know. It, it, the world's going mad. It really, really is. Moving on. Gary Lineker's in the news this week again. My good God, Gary Lineker. That guy really pisses me off. Good footballer back in his time. You know, he was in the news, or guys, towards the start of the year, about obviously making comments um, online, or was it online, I think he made, he made the comments, um, when he compared the current conservative government to 1930s Germany. Uh, people, a lot of people were pissed off about it because he got a smack on the wrist from the BBC, and he should have been dealt with more. But now, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a thing going on all around the minute, saying people are saying that the BBC must ask Gary Lineker to say, uh, sign up to be silent. Uh, as he faces more difficulty uh, possibly keeping his job even that match of the day um, you know as you all said there he was in controversy this year about obviously what he said about Germany and obviously the way the government was and stuff like that there 
But then after that happened, the BBC obviously then recently announced the new social media guidance, which we all heard about that there, obviously, in the news. But now Gary Lineker's on... This this guy seems to think he's untouchable. So he does, and many people are are asking him to sign an agreement to try and keep himself silent, because if I had been anybody else, they'd have been shown the door. And I don't know how he gets away with all these, these, these... comments that he comes off with sometimes I really don't understand but people are now calling for him to, to sign a silence agreement that he can only say so much and and I understand you know freedom of speech and stuff like that that's understandable but when you're in a high paid job like his in a very you know high position that he's in you, know, you have to be very careful what you say and again Gary Lineker just seems to think he's untouchable and a lot of you guys have we talked about the, the last subject that he was involved in where he mentioned about the Conservative government being like 1930s Germany. And we got a great response from you guys about it, saying that he should have been sacked. Which I agree with, actually. But again, you know, he's now in the news again, saying that he, people are like calling for him. And again, <laughs> even people are calling for him to be sacked from Match of the Day, too. Because I, mean, I saw a recent story online about it. Where was I reading it? I think it was Facebook I was reading it. And people were commenting in the comment section saying he should have been sacked months ago. He, he's not good anymore. He's crap. He's a he's a he's a lefty. He's far left, you know, woke moron who should be sacked, and that's what you know. You guys are saying too as well, but I'll keep an eye on that story because people are now calling for the sign some type of silence agreement. But then the BBC came out after that whole controversy and said they're, you know, put this th- this thing in the place where you know social media rules. But then we talked about that before. No matter where you work, it's the same now. Compared to what it was years ago. Any job you go into now, there's obviously rules and regulations for, especially if you work for a big organisation. Like, say, for example, you work for a supermarket chain like Tesco or Asda or, or in America, like Walmart or, or, or Target or something like that. You know, they have strict rules about what you what you say about the business and what you do, your job on social media. You know, because obviously you're putting the company's name in dispute and you could be sacked for it. So, I don't understand any difference between Gary Lineker or how you can get away with it. He seems to think he's untouchable. So he does. But I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on this here over the next few weeks to see. Maybe he'll be leaving this post in match of the day. I don't know. So I really don't know. But anyway, moving on. McDonald's is back in the news again. McDonald's. We talked about this a few months ago about bullying inside restaurants of McDonald's. And obviously racial bullying as well. Um... All different types of bullying. And it's now popped up in the news again over the last couple of days, which I've noticed. I actually heard it on the radio too as well. Um, that McDonald's are still witnessing disgraceful behaviour within their, 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 their shops or their, should we say, their fast food outlets. Um, obviously, this was brought up months ago, which we did talk about here on the Murami podcast. Um, and somebody used to get back about that, saying that some um, McDonald's can be Obviously, very disorganized and, and, and crazy. Um, but I just saw a recent story where another person's now came forward and making allegations of sexual abuse claims. Now, I did say, for what I remember off the top of my head, now the numbers come out and said there was more than 160 people in the UK have came forward. I think it was 160 or 170 at the time, if I remember, said they were making allegations of all different types of abuse and bullying within McDonald's. And now they're back in the news again. 
and a lot of McDonald's workers have made more allegations about this. Um, for what I remember reading about this a few months ago, there was people as young as 16 were even saying that there was like sexual abuse and, you know, mental abuse, you know, all different types of bullying right across the whole thing. And McDonald's and I come out actually yesterday and made a statement about it saying that they they were are on a, should we say, a campaign to try and stomp this out and get rid of it. But people are still making more allegations as the days go by. You know, McDonald's is one of the the biggest, probably the biggest fast food outlet in the whole of the UK, and probably worldwide as well. I mean, I was reading through a story this morning there, and they were saying that there's over 170,000 people working in over 1,400 restaurants here in the UK. Like, that's a lot of people. 170,000, that's a lot of people. And for more and more allegations to come up, you know, about, you know, all different types of bullying and things like that. And I don't condone any type of bullying. I mean, I've personally worked with people over the years who are, should we say, drunk with power and they just think they can bully their way around uh, a place and they think they can get away with it. But the way I look at it is what goes around comes around. I mean, I've worked with some fucking assholes in my time over the years, like, and again, I'm not naming any companies, but the last big company I ever worked for, um, I was working with a guy who thought he was Billy Big Balls and thought he was this and he was that, and he thought he, because he was one of the managers, he could speak to anybody every way he wanted, and then he met me, and I didn't tolerate his bullshit, and I caught, he tried to basically say to me one time, and I'll never forget it, like it was yesterday we were having a meeting, and I was only working there part-time at the time due to the fact of... The job, my job, my, the job my wife had at the time, and obviously I had to be at home more for the kids and stuff. But I was still working like twenty hours a week, and he basically turned around and said that my children were a situation and that my job should come first. And I literally told him to go and basically take a fucking jump. And he was basically telling me because he, he was one of these ones that used to live basically in the workplace. He had two kids at home, my wife who he never saw. He was. He was just constantly working. His life was his job. One of these sad individuals who, you know, prefers to work than go and see it, than spend time with his kids and his family. And, you know, he was one of these guys, even for example, I never forget it. It was actually Boxing Day. Or was it Christmas Day? Christmas Day. And I was just about literally to sit down with my wife and two kids at the time of my Christmas dinner. And he phoned me to talk about the Boxing Day sale. Yeah, one of these ones. Where I was like, my words to him were, why are you fucking ringing me on Christmas Day? I'm literally about to sit down here with my kids and my dinner. And he went, I need you back in tomorrow morning to let the Boxing Day sale. It's fucking Christmas Day. Don't phone me on Christmas Day. I don't care. The business is shut. I don't give a shit about Boxing Day sales. And for your information, my shift doesn't start till 1 o'clock, so I'll be in about 10 to 1. I'll see you then. Oh, I need you in for 9 o'clock tomorrow. Ah, you can see me fucking doing it. And then the next day I walked in and... He was so used to bullying younger staff where they were scared of him and intimidated of him. And because I turned around and said to him, no, my shift starts at one o'clock. I'll be on a 10 to one, drop my stuff off my locker and then I'll be on the shop floor. So no, I think so. And he was like, oh, no, 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 you got to be. And because I stood up to him, he didn't like it. And I ended up telling him to stick his job up his ass. So, but then... I've worked with other people as well who have been trying to be controlling and trying to be like a bit of a bully as well and they think they can get away because they have power. Nobody. Yes, I understand there's managers and places of work and you have to answer to your boss. and every, 
you know, everybody always sometimes want to kick their, their boss in the balls or hit them a slap because they're irritating the life in you. But at the end of the day, they're your boss. But there's some people out there don't know when to draw the line when it comes to being in management. And at the end of the day, you know, so, and there's a lot of people out there who are great. I've worked with people who've been my managers and in workplaces and they've been great. But you do get ones who are drunk with power and then they start, it gets to the point where it's, it's kind of like bullying as well. And it gets to that point where it's like, no, 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 no. Don't think so. But just reading back through this story this morning again, and you hearing about it yesterday as well on the radio, about McDonald's. I mean, with McDonald's being such a massive, massive chain, a massive establishment here, not just in the UK, but worldwide. I mean, every country you go into, there's a McDonald's. Well, most countries anyway. But to see this here in the UK, obviously McDonald's is obviously going to have to stop this out because people are now saying that things haven't changed since the last statement that was made from um, McDonald's a few months ago, which we did talk about here on the Miami, Miami podcast, by the way. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be interesting over the next few months to see how McDonald's is going to tackle this. Again, it's the same in there. There's a lot of workplaces that are exactly the same. And again, I don't condone any type of bullying because I was a victim of bullying for a long, 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 long time. I was a, a, a major victim of bullying when I was young. I wouldn't tolerate for it now and I don't encourage any any type of bullying at all. Even when people try to bully my kids, I've literally had it stumped out right away. I've literally went to the school and stumped it out right away. Because bullying, I always think, I always say, I was always told, sorry, growing up as a kid, that bullies are cards. And majority of the nowadays are cards. They're just either jealous of you or they're just, just horrible people. So they are. But I'll keep an eye on that McDonald's story over the next few months and see how it develops. Right, guys, here's the thing. I've been reading this this morning, could believe it. Now, we all know, I talked about this actually on Tuesday. The horrible weather that we've been receiving all across the UK. And Ireland, as well, down south in the Republic of Ireland. Hello to all my Irish listeners down south. Um, love hearing from you all. But apparently over the next, well, they're saying here now, between now and, now and next week, we could be getting snow. So from one extreme to another, where we were getting floods, where you see people like rowing, rowing boats down the fucking street because the water is that deep. I talked about it on Tuesday's podcast where mum and dad got caught in the situation after dropping Lewis and I at the airport last week trying to get back home. All the different stories and things that you've seen, like, um, you know, towns getting flooded and businesses getting destroyed because of all this heavy, heavy rain that we've had. And to go from one extreme to another, apparently the snow's on its way. Now, here's the thing. I'll believe it when I see it. Like here in Northern Ireland where I live, I live near the sea. So we get snow really bad. It has to be really bad everywhere else for it to be really bad here. But again, you know, people are going to be probably listening to this and going, fucking hell, snow's on the way now. Oh my God, no way. We've had one extreme to another. And I, 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 I look at snow in a few different ways. You know, you can love it because obviously if you have small kids and stuff, you can build snowmen and make memories with the kids and all, which I've done obviously. But then you know, I got a Norway people who have to travel in it, like to go to work and drive in it. and It's just one of those things. But just saying, you know, <laughs> it just says here, I was reading this morning, multiple sources says snow is set to fall across parts of the UK and Ireland. Uh, according to the latest weather maps and forecasts, um, Anyway, 
it says in some parts it'll be snow and other parts could be possibly just light rain and sleet but apparently snow and blustery showers of heavy and thundery uh thunderies uh, showers could be as well expected but they're saying about possible snow as well like snow's coming already i mean last week we had all these heavy floods and now we got fucking rain, snow it's like one extreme to another it really really is um so if the snow does come along um i know a lot of people out there especially drivers are not gonna be happy about this because obviously snow is a nightmare to drive in you know and I'm sure my dad will not be happy. I'll be speaking to him today about that. I actually said, here, dad, you know, snow's on the way. And he would be like, what? Last week it was fucking floods and that snow when I ain't going to know. It's just one thing after another, isn't it? One thing after another. Here's a wee story that made me scratch my head this morning. Now, anybody out there who's ever had babies or have babies or whatever, you know, I... You hear about all these, whenever you have a baby, you see all these different things where babies are, are dressed and presented and stuff like that. And I when I saw this this morning, it was like, fucking hell, man. Dior, as you have heard of them, Dior, are now launching, listen to this here, a £230 scented water for babies. £100 more than its best-selling perfumes. Dior is releasing a fragrance for babies, but it does not come cheap. Those hoping to pick that up will be, have the fork out a staggering £230 for a 100ml bottle of this fragrance. <laughs> Described as a, 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 a great creation and childhood memories that come to life. Oh my god, Dior one to obviously talk about the fragrance itself. Um, apparently in 1970 there was a fragrance line called Baby Dior. I don't know what that, I'm going to clue but it's being reborn with a collection of full scents, uh, pricing up to approximately £230 for babies. I, I, I just... Uh, it's it's £40 more, apparently, than the popular men's scent, Sauvage, which retails at £189 for 100, mil, 100 uh, mils. £200 for a fucking bottle of after, perfume or aftershave for babies? They're babies! For the love of freaking hell, what? They're babies. Like, what? why would babies want to wear aftershaves? God. Okay, yes, they have smelly nappies. They they, they have, they, they obviously, the vomit on it, obviously, over themselves when they're eating food, whatever, and they always have baby smells and stuff like that. But who the fuck in the right man is going to pay £200 for a bottle of aftershave or perfume for a baby? There's probably going to be some fucking loony tuna there is going to do it. I know I wouldn't do it. Not that I have any babies anymore if my kids are all grew up. But for the love of Pete, like seriously, who in the right mind is going to pay that amount of money for that? You know, babies for me, like I see babies all the time here in Northern Ireland. You see, and things that people do to their babies, I don't agree with when they're when they're, they're newborn babies. Like get their ears pierced when they're newborn babies. Why? Why do you do that? I see babies that like. Eight months old, nine months old in a pram, ears pierced, necklaces, and I'm going, they're fucking babies. Where's the days of babies just being babies? Let them be the let them be babies. Let them grow up to be toddlers and then let them grow. But this here just <sighs> Dior, what are you playing at? Like seriously? £230 for they're they're calling it scented water for babies. £100 more. 
than some of its best-selling perfumes and aftershave. I just read this this morning. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, 230, hold on Here, darling, we'll be getting our, our newborn baby for Christmas. Oh, we'll just get it a bottle of uh, Dior for Christmas. 230 pounds. Hi, hold on, I went and buy two bottles. Unbelievable. Un-friggin-believable. <sighs> Moving on. Now, actors have been, uh, you've probably heard this yourselves in the news, obviously actors have been on strike recently due to this whole um, union strike. Uh, they've been on for like four months or so now, but the news has now broke that the US uh, Actors Union SAG has now said it's agreed a new deal for, uh, obviously after months of strike, that actors can now go back to work. After a 118-day shutdown, now, obviously, a lot of actors have been off work, which I'm sure they're probably, they're probably enjoying it because, obviously, they get a bit of a break. Um, give you an example. I mean, if you're a long-time listener of the podcast or watch my videos on YouTube, you know I'm a big wrestling fan. Uh, John Cena is another one who's part of that actor's guild thing. He's uh, He's been in uh, the recent Avengers movies. He's been in loads of TV shows and actors, and he's been in loads of movies and stuff like that, and uh, big movies as well. And he obviously wasn't working, so he went back to WWE for a couple of months because obviously, you know, he needed to work. Not that he needed the fucking money because the guy's got more money coming out of his ears and cents. But that's another example. Um, a lot of big time actors haven't been working because of this strike. But as of last night, apparently the strike has been lifted and they're all going back to work on it. Apparently it's a three-year contract. Um, and it's all to do... That's why there was a strike recently too as well because there was a whole like disagreement type of thing. I don't really want to get into it much to be quite honest with you because I'm not part of that to be honest. Um, but apparently the, the union have now come out and said that the new deal has been struck, struck, struck with all this, the whole actor's situation or whatever, has been valued at more than $1 billion. Any chance you give me even 100 grand of that, that'd be lovely. Um, but it's now come back and they're all said they're all heading back to work now, so they are. So, this company, uh, SAG, who represents over 160,000 people, it's didn't have to know about that, um, that has been on strike since the 14th of July. And now, apparently, all these actors can go back to work. So, now we're going to get more production of more new movies, TV shows, and much more. So, stay tuned. So, um, yeah, they are all back to work. I'm sure they're all sitting at home, struggling to pay their bills, all these multiple millionaire actors, they're all sitting there struggling and saying, oh shit, I'm going to be off work for a couple of months now, what am I going to do with all my millions? What am I going to do, you wonder? Now, send some my way, it'd be lovely. Ugh. Right, one final thing before I get into some of your questions here today, guys. A lot of you have sent this to me this morning, and emails and, and messages and stuff, and again, I don't really want to talk about COVID again, but... A lot of these have been sending me this here. Uh, the story about the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine claimed to be a defective in this new court case claim. So I found a story this morning. I want to read a wee bit of it here to you as well, guys, because some of you have been sending it to me on emails and stuff because, again, a lot we've been talking about recent things about, you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was saying they were trying to bring back 
all these masks and stuff again. And all, and all these guys were saying, like, now nah, chance in hell, I'm going to wear it. But somebody's been sending me a story this morning. So I've done a bit of digging before I come on the air this morning and I found this story. It says the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine has been claimed to be defective according to a landmark legal case. The COVID job, which was given to thousands in the UK, is facing claims that its effectiveness was overstated. Uh, it's basically coming around here and saying, by reading through some of the, the thing here, says that apparently it's less effective than any other vaccine. It basically pretty much, and there's a whole court case going on about it. Um, it says here, that the vaccine has continuously been shown to have uh, acceptable safety profile and the regulations around the world have said that it was effective, but now people are now after further tests um, that it hasn't been effective as what they stated. So were they lying to us and saying that this vaccine actually wasn't effective? Remember at the very start of this, guys, where they were saying that you had to have the job to avoid getting COVID, but people were still catching it? So there's a whole big thing going on at the minute here saying um, there's a lot of damages, damage cases coming towards uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine makers now as well because of uh, issues with the vaccine. For example, blood cuts, heart attacks and much more. So there you go. And <laughs> it's kind of strange though because I think I mentioned it on this podcast before about my friend who lost his wife because of the jab. She was a nurse in a hospital and she was one of the ones that was forced at the time to get a job or lose her job. And she got her job and she ended up fucking dying. So there you go. Now, I don't know what one she obviously had. Um, but again, I don't know. I really don't know, guys. But a lot of you have been sending me a story this morning. I don't want to get more too in-depth into it because... I'm going to get obviously one or, one or two who's going to come in and go, you don't know what you're talking about. You're full of shit. Uh, yeah, okay. So, but yeah, apparently this is coming out of this list. There's a court case going on apparently too at the minute. So, I, I don't know, guys. I, I've talked about this for months on the podcast and I tend to try and stay away from the whole COVID discussion now because it's getting kind of boring now and it's getting kind of annoying now and it's kind of getting to the point where it's like, I don't even want to talk about this no more. Because it's just, more things are coming out every day about it. And I'm just sitting there going, well, I can't told you so. But thank you guys for sending that story to me. I do appreciate it, obviously. Obviously, all your stories you've been sending to me. But that was just one that kept popping up. So it was. So thank you very much for your information. I do appreciate it. Right, let's get into some of your questions for today. Because I have quite a lot of questions. Well, huh. A lot of questions, so but let's get into some of your questions and see what you have to ask me today. Right, let's get into some of your emails. You can contact me, guys, on the show here by email, which is Podcast at yahoo.com. Right, first one I got here today is from Darren. Darren says to me on email, actually, it's quite interesting, actually, this one. Uh, he's entitled it Medication. Okay, Darren doesn't say where he's from, but Darren goes on here to say, Hi Matthew, enjoy your podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. I don't know why you know about this story about parents who are struggling at the moment in the UK and Ireland in relation to medication for their children. I have an autistic son who also has ADHD and also Asperger's. It's been an ongoing story all across the UK about children's medication being a short supply of. I don't know why you know about this story, but I thought I'd bring it to your listeners and to your attention as well. I've been fighting for over four weeks now to try and get my son medication for his condition, which has been unsuccessful. I've had to keep my son off school and also other social activities until his medication now arrives. It's been an ongoing battle, which I've seen on news channels as well, reporting it and also in newspapers and online. 
I'm not aware you are aware of this story, but I just thought I'd bring it to your attention and also your listeners' attention for anybody out there who has children with any sort of medical condition. Keep up the good work with the podcast. Love listening every week. Regards. Well, yes, that's the thing. I actually have heard about this story and I was going to bring it up on the podcast. Um, and I know that for a fact because my son, Lewis, I've announced this on the on the YouTube channel before, has a slight touch of ADHD as well. He was diagnosed when he was eight. Now this is just to do with his his learning and stuff like that. Um, and we were finding it difficult to get Lewis obviously receives medication for that as well. Um, which we were finding quite difficult to get. Um, over the last few weeks, I've been sort of battling with different chemists and doctor surgeries and stuff like that. There, and I do know it's an ongoing problem. But to be quite honest with you, I don't know what the issue is. I mean, obviously, I was doing a bit of research myself, being a parent and stuff, looking into this. I was going to bring this subject up on the podcast eventually, because um, now it's been mentioned on the main sources of news. are now bringing it up to as well. Uh, something to do with a supply issue or something like that. I actually don't know what the problem is. But, um, yes, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, you say your child has um, a few conditions there with autism, ADHD, and Asperger's was reading there. Which I'm sure, um, obviously, is is hard work at times, but and even more so without medication and stuff. Um, but yeah, it is an ongoing issue, and I do understand that completely. Um, obviously, I've been quite fortunate the last month or so with Lewis trying to get his stuff together. But no, I understand completely, guys. And about there, who has this issue at all? I'd like to hear from you about this, because um, it is an ongoing problem with children. Uh, trying to get children's medication. I think it's also adult medication as well for conditions like that too as well, which is obviously an ongoing issue going on here in the UK and obviously Ireland as well, um, which is a bit frustrating as well, especially for parents that are the, the, the likes of this listener who's obviously emailed me and saying that they're obviously struggling and have had to keep their children off school and and obviously other social activities as well. But with a child with, with a spectrum like ADHD or autism especially, um, or any other serious condition, obviously trying to keep a child like that fully active at all times, like, you know, trying to get involved with other social activities and trying to um, keep the child, you know, active as as much as possible because, again, a child like that can be hard work at times because I, I have a very good friend of mine I've known for years who has two children. One of them actually has Down syndrome and the other one is autistic and I, I have all the respect in the world for this guy because... You know, he, he, him and his wife have had tough times over the years, but they're obviously the kids are a bit older now, and they're again still a bit of work there, like. But, um, but again, they've obviously managed to get through it. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there's all these different diagnoses out there now for different conditions for different people, and obviously some people out there are on medication because of it and stuff. So I understand completely. I mean, I was doing a bit of research into it over the last lot of weeks myself as well. But obviously, when this supply shortage is going to end, I actually don't know when. But again, it's it's an issue that um, a lot of parents across the whole of the UK and Ireland, uh, I don't even know about Europe even, but in the UK and Ireland as well, they are sort of struggling to get the medication that's needed for uh, their children and obviously for other people too as well, which is quite frustrating. But um, here's hoping that the matter gets resolved ASAP because it is a, it is a situation that obviously is kind of serious. Um, but thank you for your email and thank you for bringing that up because I was going to bring it up on the podcast anyway, but thank you for bringing that up to the, the attention of my listeners. I do appreciate your email and uh, thank you for supporting the Marami podcast, obviously listening every week. So, and I'm hoping that you get yourself sorted out, especially for your child as well and obviously get that bit of a, a bit of ease for yourself. Because um, again, you know, 
there's a lot of people out there with debate this and saying that our children shouldn't be on medication for things like that, but there's certain situations that even adults even have to get medication for that as well. So it's uh, it's a bit of a tough situation to be in, and I hope you hope you get your matter resolved ASAP. Anybody, any of our parents out there or anybody else out there who takes medication for different things like that, I'd like you to contact me. I'd love, I'd love to hear your story about your situation about it all. So uh, thank you for sharing your story. I, I, I do appreciate, obviously, the email. Um, it's a bit of an insight to, towards my listeners and obviously knowing that there's more parents out there who are in the same situation that I'm in as well. So thanks for your email, appreciate it. Right, let's get into another one here. Uh, one more email here, let's have a look and see. Da, 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 da. Okay, right, if one here from, is it Jock? I, Jock, J-O-C-K-I, yeah, I'm no glasses on guys, I'm trying to read the screen here. Jock writes to me, hi Matthew, hello ha, from Edinburgh, Scotland. Hello, Jock, well, Jock Scottish, uh, get it now, it must be a nickname or something. <laughs> love your podcast every single week, wanting to know whenever you're coming to Scotland, sometimes I'd love to meet you. I remember you saying before in your, one of your YouTube channel videos that your mum and dad were in Edinburgh, I hope they had a great time at Edinburgh, and I know you said yourself you've been in Scotland back in the day, but I'd love to know when you're coming back to Scotland yourself. Keep up the great work, love your YouTube channel, been watching live for about two years, and that's from Jock. Well... I think I've said this before, I don't know when I'm getting back to Scotland again. Um, I'd love to go back to Scotland, actually, just to have a wee trip away, because you know me, guys, I love travelling. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be back there again, Jock, I actually really don't know. Um, hopefully soon, because um, I want to go back to Scotland and obviously maybe see Glasgow again, Edinburgh. You know, Edinburgh's one place I've never been to. Mum and Dad went <coughs> went there, I think it was the start of the year, and they obviously had a ball, excuse me, <coughs> they had a ball. And, uh, you know, I, I've always wanted to go to Edinburgh. So hopefully soon, I shall be in Scotland. Fingers crossed. Take the Mirror Army on tour. <laughs> How's that sound for you? <laughs> right, let's get into one more here on the email. Right, uh, one here from Peter. Yes, where did I see where you're from? Guys, a lot of these don't seem to write down on your emails where you're from. Let me know where you're from. I would appreciate it. Let me know where you're from. Okay. Hi, Matthew. Just a random question for your podcast. Have you ever had any crazy nights out where it got to the point where you've had to leave and go home early because you knew it was going to be a disaster? Or have you any other funny night out stories with your mates over the years? Keep up the good work. Okay. Uh, Well, nights out stories. Let me think. Think, 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 think. Ah, there we go. I've got one. Tell you a true story. This is a funny one. Years and years ago, when I used to be doing the, the professional wrestling back in, I guess it's been about 2010, at the same time I was working for DWP, which stands for Department of Works and Pensions. I was working for them at the time to do with the elderly work payments and all for the winter fuel payments and all for the, the elderly and stuff, and disabled. So anyway, this one night out, all my wrestlers, wanted to go out on a, there's a wee bar in, in town it's still there now but it's changed it used to be a different name back in, in the day and on a Friday night it used to have a thing we used to pay a fiver in five pounds to get into the bar and it was a pound of drink so you can just imagine how messy it was now, back then I never very rarely went out that often so the wrestlers persuaded me to go out that night so I did but on the same night all my work colleagues from DWP were also out as well and they were he- heading to the same location so that night, I was kind of running in between both tables of people, like my work colleagues, the wrestlers, and then I got to the point where everybody was just mixing me tour and talking to each other and all. And it was a really good night. But I got really drunk. 
So it, <laughs> and I remember specifically because myself and my brother at the time weren't speaking to each other. I had a bit of a, a silly brotherly argument. So we did. And it got to the point where I got really, really drunk. And it got so much drunk. You know, whenever you're drunk, guys, you're just out and you're wandering about and you have a wee, and we get a takeaway on the way home and you sit in the wee seat or something and you have something dating and then you go and try and figure out how to get home and all that there. Well, this one night I was really, really drunk. And <laughs> you're going to laugh at this story. I can't actually believe I'm admitting this in the podcast. But uh, yeah, no, I was going home. I was going home. And in the main street town of Bangor, it's obviously all changed now, but back then obviously there was a lot more businesses and stuff like that there down there and I was a complete shithole, which I'll talk about one day on the podcast about the council and stuff in this town, which is an absolute fucking shambles. But anyway, I come out of the bar and the ones from DWP had obviously all headed off home and stuff because they had to go home to their husbands, their wives, whatever, their kids and all that stuff. So when the bar closed at one o'clock, we all went out onto the main street myself and the wrestlers and stuff like that and we're all sitting there and a few of them obviously had a few beers in themselves and they were filling around as wrestlers do pretending to wrestle in the street and all and having a joke and a laugh and not causing any trouble or nothing like that they're just having a laugh in general and <laughs> I remember this well actually uh, I was sitting they all disappeared and I was left sitting on this wee seat outside this old bookstore called Eason's and I got to the point I was that drunk. I, I, I remember doing this thing. This is the thing about me, guys, when I'm drunk. I do remember doing like 99% of the things I do when I'm drunk. But anyway, I was sitting there and I remember phoning my wife and going, Oh, I'm, I don't know where I am. I'm drunk. I'm getting home. And she, I remember her shouting, I'm like, Get yourself a taxi home. I was like, Right, okay. So anyway, I, I walked up the road a bit. And there's now a computer game shop in Bangor. There used to be a, a bank. Instead, so there was like all these wee pillars, like sort of the front of the building. I sat in between one of the wee pillars in the front, completely pissed as a fart. Like, I didn't know what day, well, I knew what day or I wasn't all. It was just, I was just, my legs were sore, so I was up dancing all night and it was just tired. And I remember just looking up, and my brother had appeared with his mate. Don't know where the hell they were, and I can't remember for a walk or something. Like of all the people in the world to meet, was your brother. And he found me there. And he says, Right, come on, get you up, let's get you home. So we walked me down to a taxi office. This is a this is a funny story. Anyway, gets to the the, the the taxi office. This is the old school taxi offices where they used to have the wee glass windows where you could look into the office and talk through the wee tiny holes they had in the glass, you no know, tell people where you were going. And here's the thing. I never get sick when I'm drinking. Ever, ever, ever get sick. But this one night I did. I was up with the glass talking through the wee holes in the glass. I already doing all you okay, you know, just the way I normally am. And for some reason I just felt sick and I threw up in through the wee holes of the glass and it went down into the inside of the glass into the taxi office where the girl was sitting. And it didn't go over nothing like that, just went down the glass. And I apologised and apologised and apologised and she was like, no, don't worry about it and all, I offered to clean it and all. And she was cool about it. But I was still a bit, obviously, drunk, drunk and I'll never forget it. Tony took my phone in pocket, phoned my wife at the time and goes, I'm putting him in a taxi, he'll be home in 10 minutes, meet him at the RN to get him in the bed, I think he's had enough. So I remember sitting in the taxi and we're getting back to the house. Because <laughs> our driveway used to have like a wee dip on it before you come down into the driveway itself into the house. And I remember walking down the driveway and just literally walking through the front door and just sitting in the hall on the floor. And you don't want to be your drunk guys, you're just sitting there and you're just like, all you want to do is go to sleep. 
And I remember just sort of tipping over to the side and I remember just looking at the staircase and just seeing the ex-wife's feet. And she goes, well, if you're going to sit there, just you sit there. You want to sleep on a cold floor away, you go, I go into bed, good night. And I thought, right, okay. So I just sat there and thought, no, I'm sure. Not that I ever get drunk that often, like, but. And the next thing I remember is waking up the next morning in bed with no clothes on. So when I got up, I put my dressing gown on, which always hung beside my side of the bed, walked, opened the bedroom door and looked down onto the landing. There was a shoe. Then on down the landing was a T-shirt. And our staircase sort of turned a wee bit, like a wee two steps down in a wee squared area and then steps down. Then I found an oar shoe. Then I found a sock. As I was going down the stairs, I was finding all these things. <laughs> I found a sock. <laughs> then my trousers. Then an oar sock. <laughs> and then my coat. And I thought, she didn't even pick that up. So I picked it all up and I phoned her and I said, why didn't you pick it up? She says, no, the fuck would let you pick it up. Steady, you getting into bed this morning? I mean, I can't even remember. She says, you sat downstairs for half an hour. You started singing a few songs and then it took you about 40 minutes to get up the stairs. And then when you crawled into bed, you were naked. And then you passed out. And I thought, okay, fair enough. So, yeah, that was a funny story from a night out. I, I can't I don't remember getting to bed. Um, but I do remember the next morning and all, and I was, obviously I wasn't hungover and nothing like that. It was fine. And, you know, the kids weren't there at night. They were staying at mum and dad's. And then mum and dad dropped the kids off about lunchtime the next day. And then mum's at, or mum was like, oh, yeah, you, you know, your kids, your brother was sending around to you last night, sorry. And he was telling me you were pissed as a fart. Hey, you all right? No, yeah, I'm fine. And then obviously the wife came in from work that day and she was, uh, that afternoon, she was like, hi, you not even hungover after what the state you were in last night? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, I couldn't tell you. But that was a funny story. So it was between throwing up into the wee holes, into the glass, into the wee office, and I didn't hit the girl, just ran down inside the glass. And then getting in that taxi and then trying to get back up the bed. So there you go. There's a funny night out story for you. Many more, like, not that I ever went out that much anyway um, when I was married and stuff because, again, I was more focused on working than I was looking after my kids and, and building a home and stuff like that. So, but there you are. There's a funny story for you for the podcast today. See? I am honest on this show. <laughs> Thanks for the email. I appreciate it. Right, I'll do one from Instagram, one from Facebook, and then I'll call it a day, guys. I'll do the jackass week and then I'll call it a day because i got to go. And head down the road here because i got a pretty busy day ahead of me today. Plus, um, I want to see if Tony's still coming around tonight for a few beers. So here we go. Let's get into the old Instagram. Let's have a look here and see. Right. One here from Debbie. Debbie writes to me on Instagram saying, Matthew, is there anything you like to do passing time on a nice boring day? For example, my day, when I'm on a day off, I like to sit and relax with a cup of tea, looking outside, watching the world go by, doing a crossword, obviously doing a few puzzles in the paper, which people probably still don't do these days, and then just put a wee laughing face beside it. <laughs> what do you like to do in your downtime when you have nothing to do? For example, a lazy day. Okay, what do I like to do? Hmm, well... I've obviously done, uh, uh, do you know something, actually, a, a crossword's actually very relaxing for me. I used to do it years ago when I used to work in the care homes with the elderly residents. I used to sit in the, the lounge and all, and my time off and all, and sit and play with them. No crosswords and do all uh, word searches and stuff like that. I thought that was great pastime. Honestly, 
whenever I've nothing to do around the house, I just like to sit and just switch off and 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 watch a bit of telly. Uh, maybe go for a walk. Um, you're just saying there, you like to watch the world go by. I love people watching, as the saying goes. If you're out somewhere and you're sitting in a public place and you just watch the people go by, just sitting there, say you're in a coffee shop or something, you watch people walking past, people watching, just just watching the world go by. You know, that's a nice relaxing time for me. Um, at home, watch TV, just chill out, um, maybe play some games with Lewis on his, on the PlayStation, just patter about the house, just. When I know I've nothing to do, I just literally switch off from the world and I just keep myself to myself. So hope that clears that up for you. Hope that answers that question for you. <laughs> right, one from Facebook and then we're going to do Jackass of the Week for this week. Right, let's have a look here. Facebook, that's more on my YouTube channel, guys, on Facebook. Please drop a like on it, I would appreciate it. Uh, let's have a look here. Do, 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 do. Facebook. Right, here we go. One here from David. David writes to me, let's see where he's from first of all. Nope, I'll click on his profile and let's see where he is from. David is from Dremore. He's from Dremore. So I'll just see his profile there. Not that I'm stalking you or nothing, I just wanted to find out where you're from. David from Dremore wants to know, Hi Matthew, love the YouTube channel. Can I ask you a question? How long are you planning on doing YouTube for for the future? Are you still wanting to do it whenever your kids grow up and move out? Are you still wanting to do it for the future? Or are you only planning to do it for an hour short space of time? The reason why I'm asking you this question is because I've noticed your videos aren't as frequent as what they used to be. I know obviously you're busy with your work, your kids, etc, etc. But I just wanted to know, what's your future plans? Are you planning to stay on YouTube forever? Or are you just planning to do it for an hour couple of years until maybe the kids grow up and move out? Or are you still going to do it past the time whenever your kids fully grow up and move on? Keep up the great work. Okay. Honestly, I haven't. I still haven't put that announcement video out, which I'm going to over the weekend. I've, I've, I've decided because I'm going to put it out over the weekend, guys. Um, in all honesty, um, yeah, I'm going to stay on YouTube. But I've got another announcement to make in relation to the, the, the content, the vlogs and whatever else. So stay tuned. I keep forgetting to put this bloody video out. Uh, yes, but anyway, yes, no, definitely. I'm staying on YouTube. I'm not planning on leaving YouTube anytime soon. Um, I know my videos aren't coming out as frequent as what they used to be because I know obviously, and people are not watching as much now because of obviously me not putting as much content out as normal. But I am trying my best to get as many videos out, guys, because again, with, with work and the kids and all things going on, it's, it's just sort of got really, really busy over this last year or so. And then for a wee while there, obviously... 18 months ago or so, um, obviously the breakup I had with Sam at the time, I sort of took a wee break from YouTube for a week or so to try and clear my head and that wasn't a good time as well, I was obviously trying to adapt to obviously trying to be on my own again, I was trying, it wasn't a good time for a few weeks as well, maybe a few months even, but I tried to get myself back on track but then obviously work picked up and work got really really busy so I'm just trying to balance everything out at the minute and try and get as many videos out as I can so I hope that clears that up for you. Um, but no, I'm not planning on leaving YouTube anytime soon. But stay tuned, guys. I've got another announcement coming and listen to the vlogs and more content. Stay, stay tuned. It's coming. Right, that is going to bring you guys. Thank you for all your questions. I'll sit over the weekend and obviously answer a few of them. I'll obviously sit down tonight with a cold beer and I'll answer some answer some of your Instagram questions and some of your Facebook questions and I'll reply to some of your emails as I always do. 
because you know guys I do spend time obviously trying to get back to you as much as I can because I love hearing from you every single week it does mean a lot to me um, especially keeping this Murambi podcast on the air but it's now time for the favourite segment of the week that I obviously love we all know, you all know what it is <laughs> you all know I love this segment it's now time for the Mur Army Podcast Jackass of the Week segment. There you go. There's a Boris back to see us again. Hello, Boris. <laughs> How you doing? Yes, guys, after, well, again, I obviously get all your suggestions from everybody every single week. These are always contacting me for Jackass of the Week. These are always saying to me, this should be the jackass of the week. That should be the jackass of the week. This person should be jackass of the week. So I do have a pick for jackass of the week. Say, what a, hi, I work at this, guys. You contact me every single week saying, oh, did you hear about such and such? Did you hear about this story? Did you hear about that story? You know, they should be jackass of the week uh, because of what they're doing and what they're not doing and whatever else. You know, this person should be jackass of the week and... I sort of take that all into consideration where you guys do, um, what you obviously send, send to me and say to me, you know, like, listen, I think this business should be jackass of the week or this celebrity should be and whatever else. I obviously take it into consideration, obviously, all your um, your suggestions, should I say, every single week. Um, because at the end of the day, obviously, a lot of you guys that are giving me your opinion on uh, who should be jackass of the week. So, but after seeing this story, this has to be jackass of the week without without question. This so anyway, nothing me babbling on the Mirror Army, Army Jackass Mirror Army Podcast. Sorry, Jackass of the Week for this week is. Can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you very much. The Mirror Army Podcast Jackass of the Week for this week is the company Dior. And the reason why I've said that there because we talked about it earlier on in this episode. Launching £230 freaking perfume and aftershave, whatever it is, for children. For, sorry, not children, babies. What are you thinking? So they are. They're the jackass of the week. That's right, Boris, you tell them. You tell them, Boris. Jackass of the week. <laughs> they have to be. Come on, seriously. Babies. Unbelievable. Unfriggin' believable. So they are. But anyway, guys, that's going to bring us to the end of this week's edition of the Murami Podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, I'm going to get that tattoo vlog out this afternoon. I'm also going to get out uh, another video from Blackpool as well. I've also got an RRE interesting video I'm going to put out too as well, where I take Brooke and Lewis to the dentist. Hmm. Also... Uh, Lewis adds to his collection of his prime, I know, fucking prime bottles are doing my bloody head at the moment. So they are, so. But uh, yes, stay tuned for that. We've got more great content coming out on the channel over the weekend as well. Um, Lewis and I should be back at the ice hockey this weekend as well. So if you're at the Belfast Giants game this weekend in Belfast, come up and say hello. We would love to hear from you, as always. Um, we've got a busy weekend of football too as well. So it's going to be... Uh, a busy weekend of vlogs and, and traveling and everything else so stay tuned over the weekend would appreciate it also before i go guys I want to say once again thank you to food guru and i for being good friends of ourselves here in the Murami podcast don't forget to follow them on tiktok they are giving all the good reviews out about local businesses in relation to food whether it be cafes restaurants uh, food outlets and more food guru and i on tiktok 
they are good friends of ours. And again, you know how to contact me as well. And if you're listening to this podcast on the YouTube channel, please drop a like in this video. Also hit subscribe below. I would appreciate it. And also if you're not listening to us on any other platform, please add us to your favorites. I would appreciate it. Right, I'm away off here to join my weekend. So guys, enjoy your weekend. And until Tuesday for episode 86. I know, 86. We're creeping up on 100. So until then, until next Tuesday, enjoy your weekend, guys. And I will see you back here on Tuesday for another episode of the Moor Army Podcast. Have a great weekend, guys. I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening.